There's been some changes when it comes to vaccine mandates uh, in our country. There'll be more one week from today when the United States make their change in terms of opening up the border to vaccinated travelers. That starts on November the 8th. However, there is that issue that we've talked about here before, and it doesn't really seem to be like uh, the federal government cares all that much about how Canadians feel about this. It's the PCR test requirement to get back into the country. You can get into the United States with a rapid antigen test, which you can pick up for about 40 bucks. But if you want the PCR test to get back in, well, that's another story. They cost quite a bit more. And there are a number of groups that are speaking out about this and trying to put pressure on the federal government to change this requirement. One of them is CanAge, a seniors advocacy group. And joining us is Jenna Ray, who is with CanAge. Thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. So you you represent seniors. Um, Tell us what you're hearing from the people that you represent and advocate for. What are they telling you about this PCR requirement to come back across the border? Oh, we've been hearing from lots of older adults, certainly, um, you know, as they make their plans to perhaps uh, do some snowbirding, um, you know, down south and, and, and going down south for, uh, you know, travel and to stay. Um, we've also heard from people who are we're really planning to visit with a lot of friends and loved ones, perhaps over the border that they haven't been able to see for quite some time. And uh, all I've heard is uh, certainly frustration and sort of wondering what the sense is around, um, you know, the, the high cost of these tests yeah. and even some of the, the burdensome complication in terms of the timing of the 72 hour window of the validity of the tests as well. So I've heard from all angles. Well, you know what I mean? Bottom line. Okay. The cost obviously would be prohibitive, I think, for some people, right? Are they actually telling you they're, they're not taking trips uh, because just the cost doesn't add up for them? Well, absolutely. I mean, if you think of a couple and, and they go and come back, say if they're, they're, you know, maybe they're not looking to do the, the snowboarding exercise for six months, but perhaps they're just planning a trip right now, um, you know, return trip tests out and tests back, that could be upwards of $1,000 for a couple. Add in any other family members and, well, you can see it very quickly adds up. It's about $250 on average for a test. And and you know what, Jane? It doesn't make sense, right? I mean, bottom line, if if you're talking, you, like you can take the seventy-two hour test, um, you can cross the border with the antigen test. But to come, I mean, if you if you've got somebody that wants to go down for the day or something, and we know there's a lot of border communities that rely on that day travel, I mean, you, you you're basically throwing this extra five hundred bucks for a couple to go down. It's just it's 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 prohibitive. Well, actually, I looked at the uh, U.S. Um, you know, travel website this morning, and what I found was that they're not even going to require the antigen test, provided that you have proof of vaccination yes. to go over. And they are, of course, now willing to honor the mixed vaccination yeah. status as well. Um, so the antigen test isn't even required to even make that land crossing. Now, air, that's different. Air is different, yes. Um, right, of course. Now, um, so like, for example, those that are crossing the border, perhaps to do some cross-border shopping that they haven't done for a while, um, certainly that's uh, something they'd be interested in. But you still have to pay that 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 fee to get that PCR test to come back into Canada. And here's what's really interesting is, Shay, that if you 
if like the rules are such that you could actually take the test prior to your departure, go over for the day and come back without having to take another test, which to me makes no sense None. because where you would have exposure <laughs> when you're traveling over the border, then of course, wouldn't it make sense that you would take the test after the fact? But they're saying that that actually satisfies the requirement, which at this case, like I said, makes no sense. No, you're absolutely right. You could take the test in Canada on Friday morning, go and spend the entire weekend in the United States and come back on the same test. Uh, what kind of protection does that possibly provide in terms of picking it up while you're across the border? It doesn't. It doesn't. And actually, what also is, what also is interesting, and I know that um, you know Dr. Teresa Tam and 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 others, they are reevaluating uh, mm. things right now. They are reevaluating the tests, and they have made statements. But I know that Bill Blair has been on the record, and you know people have been asking, you know, what is the actual incidence of you know folks that are um, infected with COVID if they are in fact double vaxxed, and for many older adults, maybe even triple vaxxed, because yeah. um, we're talking about boosters now. Um, so. So, you know, what is the incidence? And and previously it was released at 0.5%, um, and Bill Blair even went on the record to say it's probably closer to 0.2%. <laughs> so really, what is the risk in terms of, you know, what we're dealing with, um, and, and of course, to justify that kind of cost? So it's it's a it's a it's a tricky situation for sure. And as you said, some of them. I mean, they're talking about it. They've been discussing it, but at this point, Tam is still saying no. The PCR test is the standard, and that one is far more accurate. So that at this point, anyway, they're still sticking to it, right? Do you have any idea what their reevaluation schedule might be? Oh, I wish I did. You know, yeah. I, you know, we're certainly we're certainly lobbying for it, and we have. I would say. Um, gotten their attention, and we're certainly, um, you know, through shows like yours, which is great, we have received that attention at the same time, you know, is it going to be in time for the November 8th deadline? Mm, remains to be seen. I don't know that they will, um, given that they have already made some statements to the effect that they're going to hold firm. Um, I'm hoping that it, those those rules will be relaxed in the next few weeks. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Uh, Jane, yeah. thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. Okay. That is Jane Ray, Chief Operating Officer of CanAge, which is a seniors advocacy group. And I think, you know what, if you, <laughs> if you want to stick with the PCR test, okay, try and have it make sense to people who are traveling. That, I think, is the biggest issue. The whole border crossing thing, and, and okay, we can cross, so I'll take that bottom line, we can cross, great, that's fine. But the nonsense that the questions about this, first of all, to get into the United States, you need a rapid antigen test. You don't need the PCR test. But that's only if you're flying. If you're going across the land border, well, you don't need a test at all if you're double vaccinated. Is it because you're on the plane? Is that what it is? There's a higher risk? Well, you took the test before you got on the plane. So what difference does that make? None. None whatsoever. A 72-hour test, think about that. You could go Get off work on Friday, get tested, uh, get your test results, head off to the United States for the entire weekend. Who knows what happens down there? And then come back across the border on the same test you took in Canada on Friday morning. So what actually, what, what is that test actually telling anybody? Nothing. It had nothing to do with your trip. You could have spent the whole weekend in the States on the trip, on the test that you took before you even left the country. So it's not telling you anything about crossing the border or making it any safer. It's nonsense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever.